Welcome to the journey with Mpo Podcast, a sacred space for healing, love, and rediscovering your life purpose. Introducing your host, Mpo. like to take the time to personally thank all of our listeners. You have been supportive, engaged in conversations about how Journey with Mpo can improve, and shared stories on how the show has positively affected your lives. It is heartwarming and humbling to know that JWM has a community of people who look forward to it, tune in religiously, and are inspired. The show, content, and music is the spiritual results of conversations held in meditation with my spiritual guides. It is through my soul and energy that my spirit guides communicate with me. Hence, whenever I think of inviting a guest on, I have to wait for spiritual approval. My spirit guides give me signs. Sometimes it's as simple as, let's record tomorrow at 10. And sometimes it's a lack of motivation in creating content for a particular guest. When the concept of journey with Mpo came to mind, I was at my second sound healing meditation. While in deep meditation, my guides instructed me to start a podcast. I had listened to podcasts before, and my poetry family had talked about starting one, but I had no idea if I could actually do it. I mean, we all know I can talk for months, but what would I talk about that people would want to listen to every week? How would I edit recordings? And then I had my response. Calm, supportive voices said, you will learn, we will help, and you will discover your true purpose. Hence, at the end of the episodes, I always say, which simply allows me to respectfully thank my spirit guides for directing the flow and thoughts of conversations on the show. Maholokwe is the collective name of my spirit guides. My mother refers to them in the opening clan welcome. And is my way of recognizing that each show is a sacred communion with my spirit guides. Aloha, because they are here with me on this beautiful aina. I had spent time contemplating how or when to start the show. Plus, March and April were my mental health disarray months. But I had to see the other side of light and happiness. And that's exactly what Journey with Mpo gives me. So April 22nd, four days before my 25th birthday, while visiting family in Maui, I woke up determined to finally stop asking questions and debating with myself. To start where I am with what I have. I did research, found a step-by-step guide on how to start a podcast, and I followed it. The name of the show was Semi-Easy. If my guides are going to take me on a spiritual journey, then I am inviting you the listeners on that journey with me. 
By the end of April, I had bought a mic, started to set up a website, and was in the process of finding a host site for the show. I felt charged, alive, and excited. Which brings me to today's episode title, Soul Search. The charge in one's spirit that finally leads them down the path of their true purpose. I have had several spiritual charges of strength, healing, and health. I continue to experience plenty soul charges daily, but I have become better at recognizing them. This is the gift I enjoy from meditation, yoga, and a diet restrictive on meat and alcohol consumption. People say, oh no, you're too healthy. You don't eat meat? How do you survive? The truth is, I'd really love some barbecued glazed ribs or even a cheese hamburger. But I am building a relationship with my mind, body, and spirit. I recognize how my meal choices not only affect my body, but the planet in which we live. It is my responsibility to protect and treat this body well. The body, a shell for my soul. I realize the harm I have done to myself and caused others. Hence, I have been called to not only heal myself, but to forgive myself, ask for the forgiveness of others, and teach people how to heal themselves too. It is going to take several episodes to completely paint the picture, and I promise to not overwhelm you. Hence, I break up the shows with some discussions and interviews that are still aligned with the purpose of Journey with Mpo, and they grant us opportunities to see how life can still be lived as an empath and light worker. Here's some homework for you. This is not a sponsored plug-in, by the way. <laughs> My favorite author in the world, Gordon Livingstone, offers wisdom in the forms of books like And Never Stop Dancing, 30 More True Things You Need to Know Now. The book begins with the story of how, after the bombing of a dozen youth at a disco in Israel, the survivors and others made it a point to resume robust nightlife. A memorial stone with the names of the deceased and the words, Lo nafsik likrod, meaning, we won't stop dancing, stands tall as a pledge to never cower. This book is an anthology, which makes it great for bite-sized reads in between lunch or just before bed. Chapters range from topics such as, one, much of what we think is untrue, two, forgiveness is a gift we give ourselves, three, it is easier to be angry than sad, four, it is better to be spent than saved, five, we are defined by what we fear, six, We all live downstream. There is plenty of interesting essays in this book. Just go read the book. And if you really, really want to read it, but don't have the finances to buy it, reach out to me at Journey with Mpo on Instagram, and we'll figure out a way to get you that book. Your homework is to read the book in an attempt to discover and perhaps awaken parts of yourself. Let's switch gears here. A little bit. I have been grieving the passing of a dear friend for about three weeks now. The episodes titled Anxiety and Depression, Energy, Crystals and Poetry contain a bit of content that was aimed at reaching out to her. I of course many a times reached out to her in person too. 
I'm not ready to go in depth on her story because I want to give myself time to grieve and process my grief. The episode where I talk about her and her story and my experience will come, but in the meantime, I would like to share a poem I wrote in 2016 for the third year anniversary passing of my friend George. George was a poet and the brainchild for a creative painting, music, and photography project titled I Can. Check out the thumbnail to this poem on the website to get a glimpse of his work. Death is silent, but there are a few people who can give it a voice. I remember the day I read my poems to you. You looked at me like a beautiful yet deadly storm. Once I was done, you said, let's get married and write poetry forever. I thought of you as wild and crazy. I remember the day before you died. You didn't even look at me as you waved high. Then I remember the day you died. give death a roaring voice. Dear George, I'm doing better. I don't write as much poetry anymore because I've become afraid that these words I pin onto the paper will become the same pin used with a thread to draw my heart out through my throat. I am fierce and scared now. I'm sure you know as if your departure taught me to take the opportunity now. If I stay really quiet, I can hear you. Trying to meddle with this poem, it's unlike you. You've always appreciated my immature writings. Please listen. Here we are, three years later, and I'm still trying to not remember become the best brain miner, sifting through the memories, preserving the pain. I live off it, using it as a drug to feed my ambition and addiction. I took pieces from you. I have laid the pain down in such poems, aiming to tell nothing but the truth. My truth is harder, though. My truth has a face that disappeared legacy pestering me to believe I can make it happen. So perhaps this should be my letter of gratitude. Perhaps that's the only solitude I need. I whisper, saying, someone in heaven still believes you
towards the end of Gordon Livingstone's book and never stop dancing, he writes, how much better received we would be if we simply told our stories and left the moral for the listeners to divine. Most people die with their music still inside them. May you find the music inside you. May you experience a soul surge that encourages you to play the music for the world. And amidst everything, never stop dancing. In the next episode, we interview Ashley Nakanishi. I am excited for this very first female feature. Ashley is the author of Blood, Sweat and Breast Milk, which is available on Amazon. She's a working mother, actress and student poet. She currently facilitates poetry workshops in detention centers, transitional housing for DVAC survivors and the occasional high school. Currently, she's pursuing her master's in post-secondary education, blending history, sociology, and creative writing to focus on the human diaspora, decolonizing the mind and the pursuit of equality through love and education. You guys are not ready for the phenomenal human being that is Ashley. At eight months pregnant, she's joining us on the mic next week, don't miss out. Until then, maholukwe kiotaba rwile aloha. Thank you.